You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast. I'm Michael from Arizona. And with me always are my good friends. Jay from the hills of Ho-Ho, Texas. <laughs> Ho-Ho, Texas. Uh, where is that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't. This is AK Mike in Texas, but I don't <laughs> know what, where Ho-Ho, Texas is. <laughs> I don't either. It's wherever and, uh, the happiness is in this big, yeah. great oh, land it's where of the Texas. Is. Okay. There you go. That's right That's in the fair, middle of ho, Thank you. whole ho-ho. Anyway, it's our Christmas episode. Merry Christmas. <laughs> it's right outside of it. Houston, probably. Yeah, probably. Just north of Houston. And uh, anyway, we have a special guest. Uh, <laughs> he's he's not much of a talker, but uh, in case you're watching our YouTube channel, uh, my little dog Luigi has joined us. Uh, I don't know what his problem is, but he decided to uh, come uh, visit the new shop. And uh, we are officially in my shop. So, uh, as you can see in the background, I've got uh, my plane set up, people built. Uh, but before we get started on our Christmas episode, let's hear a word from our sponsors. Three D Aerovictures, adding fun to the RC hobby, one layer at a time. Feeling weak and powerless? Sounds to me like you need A-Power batteries. When someone needs the best, they always choose the AT. A-Power batteries. Get on the web and get yours today. And we're back to the Part Flyer Podcast Christmas Edition. And once again, I guess it's Happy Chris Kwanzaa, right? Isn't that what we talked about last year? Chris Kwanzaa. That's right. That's what we decided. And then for Mike... Happy Festivus for the rest of us. Festivus. Because <laughs> I am the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> we don't we so like anyway. to be inclusive. So all makes and models are are welcome here. That's right. Even uh, Festivus people. That's yeah. right. Even them. Well, uh, you know, the good. <laughs> See all you on the 23rd. That's right. <laughs> for uh, what is that? Feats of strength. There you go. <laughs> Something like that. Feats of strength. Uh, and the airing of grievances. And that's it. Yep. And uh, the grievances are I'm finally in the shop. I actually uh, finished building my tables, which are in the background. I uh, have two of those. My toolboxes are here. All of my stuff is out of storage. Uh, even today, uh, before our podcast, built this nice little desk that I'm sitting at. Uh, so I could do my podcast from the shop. And then Jay and I were talking uh, this week as I was getting ready for this stuff and uh, decided that at some point, uh, maybe when you guys come out, we can do a live show from from the shop. And uh, we could do some build videos and maybe some other stuff. So we're excited about it. Uh, it's very um, spacious. And, uh, yeah, who would have thought, right? The old house got sold so I could build just this area right here. And then, holy crap, a new house got attached to it. So <laughs> somehow my wife got happy that, I'm no, longer, <laughs> that I'm no longer taking over her kitchen and everything else. But, um, but what? Yeah, can Wait, never... we can't work in the kitchen anymore? Well, I have a little um, kitchen in that little area right 
over there. If you're on a YouTube channel, I'm kind of pointing to it. But there's like an ice maker that Jay got me a couple of years ago. So we get ice, and there's a refrigerator underneath it and a sink and some cabinets. And then right to uh, this side is a bathroom. So we're self-sustaining here in the shop. And uh, got our own bathroom, shower, and the kitchenette. So uh, the only thing I need to put in here is maybe a microwave. And, man, we got to have TV dinners or wings. And some or cots. Uh, yeah, there's no no sleeping in the shop. You're working in here. So if you come to the shop, you're going to work. <laughs> put together airplanes. But uh, the good news is, is that okay, uh, hopefully, okay. actually, I need to check because uh, at some point today, uh, still kind of early, but um, I have a uh, stool that goes that's on rollers. So I have a chair to sit at my desk that I built, and then for the tables, since they're a little taller, uh, I have a stool that's on rollers that I can actually roll around the table. And uh, so I, I ordered one because I was looking at different types, and um, I I saw this one's got roller blade wheels, and I have tile floors in here, so it, it should roll really easy on it. And um, so I ordered one to, to check it out, and I was telling Jay about it, and it should have arrived today. It may be out front. Uh, Amazon is having a hard time finding my place, but uh, they they showed up yesterday, and they were on the other corner. So literally my house sits on – there's four corners because I own the whole south uh, – actually, it's the northeast corner. So my whole – I have five acres, so it sits on the northeast corner of the two streets – and they were on the southwest corner. And they're like, hey, there's no house here. And I go, yeah, I can see your van from my front door. If you just drive <laughs> 150 more yards, cross over Alavera, which is the street I'm on, because I live on 140th, if you cross over the street, you'll see me. And so he pulls up. I walked out. And he says, hey, I've delivered to this address before. I go, yeah, no doubt. I put a sign out front, actually, with my address on it. So if you drove over the hill, you could see it. But they always park on the south side, and it's kind of uphill because I sit on the top of the hill. So anyway, we wound up getting our packages yesterday, thank goodness. Maybe you can put a sign down there in that corner that says yeah, the, the door's that way. Go, yeah, <laughs> the Moan's house is this way, right? Yeah, 30. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put my address way. Say yeah. 150 yards further that way. And that may be a good idea. Just put it right uh -huh. there in that address when they show up. So my builder actually sent me some stuff and uh, it came FedEx. FedEx actually returned it because they couldn't find the house. I'm literally the only house what? on this four corners. They couldn't find it. I'm like, did they just drive up to a blank thing, turn around and go back the other way? Uh, that doesn't make sense. So anyway, he had to reorder it. Well, I guess well, the Google I, I, or whatever putting him there. No, the, uh, I, saying, I sent actually, you a package, and didn't the guy same thing? He was like, "What's that? The package that arrived?" No, I was saying I I had sent you a package, and uh, they, they called my house saying, "Hey, we couldn't we couldn't find the guy's house," and so oh, I called yeah. them, and I was like, "Hey, no, it's it's a new house, it's there," and. And the guy, you know, when I was finally calling and calling around, the guy was like, uh, oh, my gosh, it's on a dirt road. Ah, yeah. All the roads are dirt. I can't be driving back here. Are you sure there's houses back here? It's so stupid. And it's a big neighborhood. There's 450 houses out here, so it's not like, you know, nobody gets packages and they drive everywhere. But they're big acreage properties, so these guys come back here and Google or whatever whatever they use. If Like, if you type my address in Google, it will actually come up on my corner. Like, it'll come up in the south. On the, uh, I, mean, on I know, the but north. from that corner, because I checked it. 
from that corner, you can still see your house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you drove right to the stop sign on the four-way stop sign, or it was not a stop sign, but on the four-way you know, junction there, uh, you can see my house. It's the only house on the all four corners. Yeah, well, all that's where Google takes you. So I'm like, if you just drive to the intersection, you can see my place. It's not a small place. So, <laughs> and it's not sitting. You know, it's not. A, it's not hidden. So anyway, enough of they that. Look at it and they say that can't be it. Yes, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's not his house. Oh, that's exactly what they say. So anyway, uh, the good news is we uh, we are celebrating our holiday season, and uh, we kind of all sent each other gifts. And uh, for those of you that are in the YouTube channel, you can see behind me, that's uh, one of my Christmas gifts. And uh, it um, arrived not too long ago. And it is a new Baja Hobbies L39 turbine jet. So I'm excited about that. Got uh, two little cockpits there, and uh, it takes up that whole table. So that the amazing thing about the table is the table is over eight feet by four feet. So that that jet is well over eight feet long. <laughs> so luckily, I have a twelve foot trailer, so it'll fit in the trailer. And then uh, all the accoutrements that go with it. Um, I actually got some wing bags for Christmas uh, that will take care of that. And then uh, I got a little engine that goes with it as well. So so I'm excited. Yeah, little being the keyword. Yes, little turbine engine. So that is keyword. And uh, <laughs> I saw Jay sent me something the other day. It had it had to do with some something else, but it's applicable in this situation. And uh, it had a guy with all these items laying around. Uh, in my case, all these airplanes. And it says, "I my biggest fear is if I die, and my air, and my wife sells my airplanes for what I told her that I actually paid for them." <laughs> So, uh, yeah, anyway, so I decided that what I should do is write a letter to my wife, uh, that says, this is how much I paid, how, how much I really paid for this stuff and then put it in envelopes and say in, in my safe and then say, Hey, if anything ever happens to me, open this, open on open passing. passing. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> or better yet, I'll just give it to Jay. And then when Jay comes to the funeral, he can hand it to her and then say, Hey, uh, that's, your husband wanted me to give you this, and that way she can look at him and go, yeah, what? You never know. She could accidentally fell open him, not me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, no, the letter that I'll hand your wife will say, Mike wanted me to have all this stuff. That's Sorry right. to see him go. <laughs> that's exactly. Yeah, your wife. Yeah. Mike, uh, you know, I know it's going to be you know, tough parting with his stuff, but um, it's, it's all coming to me. Uh, like good, good. Yeah, he said he didn't want to burden you with it. That's right. Yeah, he didn't want to burden you with all his airplane stuff and all his other hobby stuff that you know comes to the Second Amendment. The jet stuff. engines and the stuff that actually specifically everything that's more than a thousand dollars. That's it. Yeah. He, Which is pretty much. He's everything. very clear on that one point. <laughs> well, it's kind of funny. Ever um, Barry was uh, laughing about the. Um, uh, you know, getting all this stuff as well because I, um, you know, I ba I basically were I was uh, you know putting it all together and he was uh, laughing about it because I told him I was like, well, I, yeah, I got to give you some money here and do this and do that and he just looked at me. He's like, mm -hmm. so wife doesn't know about any of this stuff, does it? I go, well, she's a listener, so yeah, <laughs> gotta be a little cautious. And uh, so anyway, 
she listens to our podcast sometimes, so she's probably going to come walking in here going, hey, I just listened to your podcast. What the heck is going on here? She's a good girl, though. She lets me uh, indulge in my hobbies. Doesn't really complain. So anyway, I uh, kind of told you what I got. Um, actually, Jay sent me uh, a really cool item for my uh, shop. It's a, um, it's basically a uh, high-speed charger for my phones and all my USB devices. So I have to say thanks to phones, him. Phones, tablets, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And then cool. uh, because of the episode we were talking about Christmas gifts, Mike uh, actually sent me something that was really cool as well. Uh, it's actually for another hobby of mine, not for RC-related, but uh, it does. Uh, it's one of my Second Amendment hobbies, and uh, he uh, sent me a collector. So it's a brass collector, I believe, is what it says on the bag. <laughs> so it uh, that will work. Yeah, uh, it's cool. one of those things you take and you roll around on the ground and picks up all your brass, right? Yeah, exactly. Like a nut collector. You hold it in your hand, and then you pick up the brass, and you put it in the bag. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a trash bag. You just throw it in there. Uh, No, and actually, I think it clips on. Exactly. And then it clips on the uh, firearm, and then it collects. It does clip on. But, yeah. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's very cool. So, and uh, Jay got, uh, what did I send you, Jay? You got new, new audio equipment. Yeah, so uh, from from Michael, um, AZ Mike, I had got something to help me with the podcast because I thought my um, I was having some problems with uh, my computer. We thought my USB might be damaged and some other things were happening. Well, actually, my jacks for my mm-hmm. inputs and outputs for, for my headphones and stuff. So he sent me a device that I could use over my USB, and uh, there, there it is go. there. And uh, it's something that plugs directly in and... Does all the uh, preamping and all that kind of stuff, so the USB is not stuck thinking about all that stuff, and uh, seems to be working pretty good. That's what we're doing this new episode on, or this first yeah. podcast on with this with this new device. So hopefully, it makes uh, editing the videos a lot better because that's where the the audios are going pretty well, but the videos are always giving me problems. And hopefully, this yeah. will help with that. And what I sent you didn't quite make it to you on Christmas. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it happens. It does. <laughs> but I'm eagerly awaiting. So, so Mike's gift hasn't made. Well, it considering I sent I sent out all my gifts way early. Yes, and you guys opened them way early than Christmas. So it, I guess hey, it's hey, a hey, now, or a festival hey, thing. Now, wait a minute. In Mike's defense, right? I mean, you know, there was a reason why it was Mike pre-opened. It's pre-opened. <laughs> pre-opened. <laughs> So when the box came, that's all it was in, the box that it came in. It was like mm-hmm. no bag around it, no nothing. It just Not a box in a box. On the side of the box. Yeah. Oh, they just put Not a label. A box in a box. It's just a box. Yeah. So, so this, is, really this cool is interesting. I, I, can't, I don't think I can say that. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I don't know what it's called, what the word is. I think I'm going to say it not wrong. It's an anemometer. I think yes. Or uh, test an, the wind, an, an, wind anom- speed, anemometer, an anemometer, yeah. mm-hmm. an I don't know. Yeah, it's a. Yeah, it's I, a I probably have to see record. the word to be able to say it properly. But anyway, uh, it and also it it. Uh, what I like is pretty cool about it is it um, sends the data to your phone, so you can actually map the data as it comes out of the tool. That's very cool. So you record all the 
uh, oh, I think it gives you an ch- uh, interval that you can record, and you can record whatever. I haven't tried it with multiple phones yet, but I think it would be. I think the way it works because it didn't actually have pair. to like pair up to my phone with Bluetooth. Uh, I think it'll. I think it basically broadcasts on Bluetooth, and as long as you're using the application that receives that stuff, it will. Um, transmit it, but I haven't tested it yet, so it'll be cool. If it does that, that'll be really super cool, actually, to have it do that. Well, I got it for both your hobbies. That's true. Yeah, for both my hobbies, both RC and, and for my paramotor hobby, yeah, that's right. Exactly. And then Mike sent me uh, uh, something for my printer. I've had to manually level that my print bed, and uh, you he sent me a blue touch, and I don't have to do that. That's that's actually that's pretty right. awesome. Yeah. So now I should do it automatically, right? It just levels the bed automatically. Yeah, yeah. It'll it'll still run the first time through or whatever, but at least it will be. Uh, I don't have to stand there and do it. It'll just do it for me. Right. Yeah, because unfortunately your printer was getting out of trim, trim so to speak. Well, I'm not sure what the reasoning. Yeah, whether it was really out of trim or not, it's unclear. But it definitely, I had to go through the process of making making a mesh to make it work properly each mm-hmm. time. That was getting to be really troublesome. So well, we're we were working our way through it, but now we won't have to. Excellent! Yay! Uh, you were going to say something though, Mike. I I think I interrupted you. Uh, yeah, I forgot. I, I don't know. Uh, what I will tell you though, <laughs> what, what I do remember. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! I was going to say uh, about in when we were talking about your box showing up. Because Jay's, Jay was able to get everything out early yeah. this year for Christmas, and mine came in a like a like a baggie, and so when I opened the baggie, it wasn't like they made a Christmas gift inside it. It was the box that you know the it was the actual item. They didn't wrap it. It wasn't inside a box. It just like they threw it in there, and then they said, "Oh, just put it in a you know plastic bag." And so they put a label on the outside and sent it, and yours showed up. So, like, up. it was a regular, regular old plastic, plastic bag, like a clear, translucent, transparent? It wasn't clear, one. but it was okay. uh, It's the one that Amazon usually sends. You know, it's just a white, milky thing. I mean, you can kind of see through it, but oh. it's, uh, uh-huh. you know, it's just one of those that they just threw it in, folded it over, put a label on the front, and shipped it. So when I got it, I was expecting something else, and my wife comes in and goes, oh, here, this came for you. And I go, oh, good, slice ripped the bag open and this thing fell out. And I was like, what the heck? This isn't what I ordered. <laughs> so I picked it up and I'm like, well, that's <laughs> weird, you know? And then these three little things fell out that said, Hey, Merry Christmas, you know, from Jay. And so I started laughing. Cause I was like, Oh, I don't think I was supposed to open this package yet. You know, and it's from Jay, but he was like, Oh, I put it on the outside. Nothing was on the outside of that envelope. It just had my name on it. And uh, didn't say, you know, don't open till Christmas or none of that. It it just, uh, all that stuff was inside the bag. And then, um, like I said, yours came with the, just a little label on the outside. So the funny part about it is, is that I sent Jay, right, his gift. And then I told him, hey, you're going to have to open this because we want to hook it up and get it ready because we're going to do this podcast. And I want it running uh, for the podcast so we can make sure that everything's okay. So what happens? He opens it up. It's a white box or a brown bag, right? It's a it's a box inside. Oh, it's a bag, right? A, a box. It was a brown box. No, it was, it a, was box. a brown. It was a box. It was, it was, it was box. in the yeah, but it was in a bag, right? 
So it was in a bag. They yes. Open the bag and it's a it brown was in box. An Amazon bag. So the box is unmarked. It shows nothing on the box. And I'm like, okay, well, that would have made sense to the, for you and me, right? Because his gift, he had no clue. He's like, oh, it's a brown box. Right. So he opens the brown box and there's another box on the inside. But it does have a picture on it. So he's like, what the heck? You know, and then he had to open it up. So all the cards and everything that, you know, there it is. All the cards, all the cards that I had sent were in there. And it said, you know, hey, this is your Christmas gift. You know, hope hope the podcast go well or whatever it said. So anyway, it was just pretty funny that ours came, you know, just a regular box. And his was like three or four different boxes. He had done, it was like a nesting doll. You know, he kept having to open it to figure out what it was. So, but we got it working. And uh, so anyway, now uh, now we can uh, enjoy our Christmas gifts. And, uh, oh, I was going to tell you that uh, last year, uh, in case listeners are just joining us or they didn't know, I, I was in the hospital last year uh, with COVID. And when I got out, you know, Jay had come out and helped us kind of get the house ready and all that kind of stuff. And he brought me a Christmas gift. It was a little uh, helicopter, right? A little Yishin e- 130. Yep. And he asked me, he's like, <clears throat> when I got out of the hospital, he goes, hey, have you flown that thing? I'm like, dude, I can barely walk. What am I doing flying this? You know, I, mean, I wasn't going to fly it. And so when he came out for the electric festival in February, I was just getting my strength back. And, you know, we kind of went to the electric festival. And he actually, didn't you actually fly it, right? You flew it. So, yeah, sure did. So then I got my shop set up. And I started unloading all my stuff. I found that little helicopter. Well, right next door to me is is my RV garage, and um, it's like you know, big, fifty by twenty, uh, twenty five by fifty, and it's like sixteen foot. So while all my boxes and everything are over next door, because uh, you know we're unloading and unpacking the house, and I'm unpacking all my stuff, then uh, I got that little Christmas gift out, and I actually flew it. So. I was uh, flying it around my my garage and in and out of my shop and out into the garage again and into the shop. So I took a video of it and sent it to Jay. And Jay's like, what the heck is this? You know, <laughs> he had no clues what it was. <laughs> Finally, I was like, he goes, oh, that's a helicopter. Because I, you know, it was just the boxes. I was flying it around like in between the boxes and up on the ceiling. And uh, so anyway, I actually, believe it or not, one year almost to the day later, Actually, it wasn't to the day because I, I was still in the hospital on the 13th. I didn't get out until Christmas Day. But, um, yeah, a year later, I got to fly the Christmas gift that he got me last year. So I was pretty excited about it. So anyway. Yeah, unfortunately, the yeah. video that you sent me was over the phone. It was over the cell phone. So I'm like, is that a rat? Yes. Is that a – what is that? Is that something running around in his, his shop, something from some desert creature, you know? I couldn't tell what it was until I'm looking, you know, closer and closer, and I go, "Oh, oh that's something fl- flying. What is? It's not a drone. What is that? Oh, it's a helicopter. Okay, <laughs> it took yeah. a, it took a while. Well, because my floor is done. You know, I have a um, epoxy garage floor, and so the helicopter was right on the garage floor. I was hovering it around and flying it, so it kind of, you know, looked like it was part of the garage floor. It looked like it was just a shadow on there. And I was trying to hold the phone and fly the helicopter at the same time, which I do not recommend. Uh, I don't know if you're really good, I guess you can do it, but I don't recommend it after trying it. Um, luckily mine has like an auto hover on it. So it was just kind of hovering and I was able to kind of auto hover it and then turn the phone on 
and then hold the phone and then fly it left and right and up and down kind of thing. But, um, so anyway, it was, <laughs> it was a pretty fun time and, uh, it was, uh, it was fun. So now I got three or four more batteries. I got to charge them up and go out and fly them again to make it, uh, even more fun. Well, the nice part is since you have such a big, uh, RV garage, when it gets mm-hmm. windy outside or whatever, you can just put, put around with that thing inside the garage and have a good old time. That's true. As long Mike's as going to have um, indoor flying for the micros, uh, you know, as as the winter progresses, he'll just have indoor flying, bring all his buddies over, and they'll fly it in the RV garage. There you go. You can have vapor races. Did I tell you I live in Arizona? Exactly. It's not really that big of a deal during the winter time here. Uh, it's not like you guys are used to where I have to wear a you know heated underwear and mittens. I don't have to do that. I'm still in shorts and flip-flops today, so just, you know, one of those things. Well, I live in Texas and still wear heated underwear and flip-flops. <laughs> That's true. So. Yeah. You do have that going for you, so. <laughs> I do. That's pretty crazy. Well, uh, what do you guys got going? Uh, hard, habits die hard. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, the the good news is that uh, Jay was able to do some flying uh, this week. I did go to the field. Uh, I did not I did. take anything, but I didn't go to the field. I mean, I, I went to the field, but I didn't take anything to fly. I just kind of hung out with the guys, picked up some parts. But uh, so, yeah, Jay, uh, why don't you run us through your uh, your shenanigans over at the field? Yeah, it actually, um, so uh, I guess we're starting a new tradition uh, out there. And and basically it's because my mom, uh, fortunately, unfortunately, has to go to rehab. So she's in rehab for uh, an hour, hour and a half or so. So well, I therapy, told uh, right? uh, the flying guys, I said, uh, yeah, it's, it's therapy, physical therapy. So she's in there for an hour, hour and a half, and it's, you know, downtown. It's in the town, uh, the Metroplex of Wimberley. And, um, you know, once I drop her off there, it's like a five minute drive over to the field. So, you know, it's twice a week. So I just was like, all right, I'll throw the wing in the back, you know, backseat of the car, leave the radio in there. And then every time we go, I'll go over there and fly for an hour and a half. And the last time I went flying with Jim, I told him, I said, hey, you know, Mondays and Thursdays, you know, she's she goes to this thing, you know, and here are the times. So let's, you know, I'll be out here, you know, so if you want to come on out, come fly, you know, let me know. And, uh, this last week he called me up and said, Hey, I'm going to be out there Thursday. And I was like, great. And, uh, so it was nice. He was, he was already out there when I got out and he brought back, uh, pretty much the whole ensemble that he had out last time. And, um, yeah, we had a, we had a great day of flying. It was a little bit more windier than we were out there last time, but, um, he had his friend out and, uh, had him on his buddy box and they were flying a little Bixler. Um, and, uh, things were going okay. Um, Jim was busy messing with, with one of his other planes. He was getting it set up to fly. And so I flew with this buddy, uh, with his Bixler was helping him out. And, uh, since it was so windy, he was having some trouble, you know, when he made the downwind and crossed, you know, uh, coming onto his base and all he, you know, trying to line up the field, he was having some trouble. So I had him, I said, okay, don't, don't touch the the ailerons at all. Let's just, you know, the Bixler's rudder works really, really well. Let's just fly just using your rudder. And plus, he also had a uh, gyro in there. 
Uh, so, you know, the gyro is working well. So I just had him flying rudder only the whole time he was out there. And, and, um, it was just explaining to him how the rudder worked and was just getting back to some basics, remembering myself and trying to walk him through it. And, um, you know, t- showing him, you know, a couple of times he was uh, manhandling the rudder a little bit too much. And I was, you know, just barely put my fingers on it. was just moving it around, showing him how much I was actually moving. And, uh, after a while he started to get it and kind of understood, you know, how the rudder could help you on a windy day. And yeah, it was, a, it was a pretty good, it was a pretty good afternoon. Just, uh, getting back to the basics and, uh, helping out a, a you know, a, a new, new flyer. And, uh, the nice part is this guy knows how to fly per se, but he doesn't get out that much, you know? So if you don't get, you know, you know, RC flying is all about stick time and how many hours you have. And so, uh, you know, if, if those guys are going to start showing up, you know, once a week, you know, when I'm down there for therapy, I think it's going to help everybody out with their flying and, and myself. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. And my so mom your too, mom's going to get therapy, and you're going to get therapy. Exactly, a win-win situation. Yeah, he's going to get uh, uh, RC therapy. That's right. I love it. I needed it too. I bet you did. Oh. Well, uh, so Mike, uh, AK, you, you haven't flown for a little bit, right? Uh, what's that? I said you haven't flown for a little bit. I haven't. Uh, a lot of the nicer days have been on the weekends. Uh, and over the last couple weekends, I've been traveling. So I was in New York for a little while. And, oh, that's uh, right. And then uh, my daughter came down and visited. And so, you know, been busy. Uh, when, when the weather, Luckily for me, when the weather's been good, uh, you know, I've been out traveling. And, and so, to, you know, I've had good weather where I'm going, where I've gone. And, and also, when my daughter was here. So, uh, so I haven't really had much time to fly and I, you know, I don't even know if the upcoming week doesn't look too hot either it's kind of i'm kind of getting uh you know stir crazy a little bit uh can't you know it's too cold to paramotor too so i could probably fly my rc planes in this weather but you know ha- haven't had a chance to because of the the weather has been fantastic well didn't you say that you were gonna start flying at your uh, new your new paramotor field because it was uh, big well, enough and it was kind of nice well, we had talked about that possibility of that, but you know, I haven't talked to the owner of the field whether he'll let me do that or not. Oh, um, okay. Because I was going to say, since since the weather is not too nice for paramotoring, it'd be a perfect opportunity to get out there and fly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure you'd be okay with it if I had my gear and whatever, and nobody was out there flying. He'd be probably okay with it, but I I haven't done that yet. So the field, but the field is big enough for, I mean, I'm assuming it has to be since you guys are doing yeah, real paramotors out there. Yeah. It's like uh 15 acres. So should be, big, wow. should be big. Oh, enough. Wow, even yeah. for me. <laughs> Cause you know, I don't like to fly the plane close. I like to fly it way out there. Yeah. Yeah. Need binoculars. Is that my plane? Well, maybe if you brought it back, you could tell. <laughs> don't blink. Whatever you do, don't blink. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, I remember that when we were flying gliders that one day. It was kind of like, wow, that's really up there. Yeah, how high do you think that is? Well, my well, my my meter says it's three hundred something. <laughs> it's way up there. It's three hundred ninety nine feet. <laughs> yeah, it's uh-huh. a three, yeah, three hundred ninety nine right. feet. That's right. Nope. Now these were the old days when you can go up there and fly, you know, as high as uh, Mount Everest and stuff. That was legal back in the good old days. When men were men. <laughs> and RC planes could get that high. 
That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember a time up in uh, Alaska when, when I was up there. Uh, that guy had that Fox glider or whatever, and he specced that thing out. I mean, that mm-hmm. thing had to be way up there. And he got it in a thermal, and that thing just would not come down. It just kept going up and up and up. And I was just like, "Dude, you're gonna lose it in the." Were cloud. you guys at Walmart, or where were you flying to that? No, we were out at the uh, we were out at the uh, the base, I think, because they um, that's the, that's where the 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 paved runway was, right? Yeah, was yeah, that the base? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that, that's when we could fly there too. Yeah, that's true. Those were the days. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, just that you didn't want to hit an F-15 flying by that. That part was bad. So well, that's true. Yeah. But that was they cool. weren't usually that's flying those time frames when we were flying. A lot of the times they weren't. That's true. Well, yeah, that's true, too. They'd tell you if they were coming in or if you had a flight coming in. So that was pretty nice. Yeah. But, uh, yep, yep. No, those were the days. Ah. <laughs> no FAA tr- tracking you down. <laughs> You can just ask for your license, that kind of stuff. Exactly. (laughs) No ADSB. Put rockets and and spears, and that's right. Like put razor blades on the wings. This has been quite the year uh, for just all the different things that are happening, and I'm thankful for having RC and um, even though some of the clubs are were a little more onerous, uh, but just having the ability to get outside, like, you know, with, with paramotoring, you know, I'm definitely doing the six foot, you know, from everybody else. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm in the air, not really near anybody. Uh, but even with the RCE stuff, it was pretty good to be able to fly out there with some of the guys occasionally, you know, the few times that I did, um, you know, since we were outside, everybody was cool. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of like that about this particular hobby, right? You're not really, you're not really stuck inside unless you want to be, right. uh, you know, to work, working on a plane or something. You can be outside goofing around and doing stuff. I mean, uh, I don't remember the last time, was it this last February we didn't go to, it was a February before we went just before COVID started. Is that right? You mean what, for, for the, the electric, electric festival? festival? Yeah, electric fest. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. You guys, I don't think y'all came out. Yeah. Was... Right. There, there, there wasn't one this last year, twenty twenty, right? I mean, twenty twenty one, right? Yeah. I don't know. What? No, there was one because you guys huh? came out. For... No. Yes. We we were here. We yeah. Were there. So what? So that's what I'm saying. When was the was the last one? Was the one before that where we didn't come out? Right. That's what I was trying to figure out. So so we did get to come out this in 2021. So that's kind of cool, right? That we were able to still come out. Right. 20, 2021 that's... hasn't happened yet, right? <laughs> we are in 2021. I'm sorry. Yeah. I got I got my I got. We are in 2021 right now. 2022 hasn't happened yet. That's so 20. That's what I'm saying. This stuff has messed us up. But (laughs) you so messed up. Yeah, we were all here in February, right? And so it's my point. This is this was my point, which was we had you know still was all that mess going on, and but yet we still got to be able to fly. Oh yeah, absolutely. Good, good things going on, and you know so it was kind of cool. Even though there was like a hell of a storm here in uh, Dallas, uh, and you know caused 
problems with my flight and stuff. I had to leave early, and uh, mm -hmm. that was that was not my that was not my fun day. No, that was not my fun day. Nope, not at all. And you didn't have to go to work at, after all, did you? That was the that was the fun part uh, for me. No, I didn't. Well, I had to, actually I did have to work. I just had to work from home. Yeah. Right. Yeah. At that point, I didn't have to go into the office at least. So. Yeah. That was the irony like, for me. Even though. <laughs> yeah, even though it was just sort of tight and tightened down, and we were all going through this hobby, kind of afford us the ability to kind of get out and be be around near people, but not, you know, too close. Mm -hmm. so well, I, I carried I really, my six really foot stick that. that I would poke everybody with. You're too close. <laughs> <laughs> we're out uh, the field, but other than that, it's fine. I don't think people appreciate the cattle prod portion of that stick. It's really what I don't think, you know. Probably not. Well, I can't help it if I'm creative. Yeah, that's. I just happen to have a half a dozen laying around, so I had to use them for something. What, what, yeah, what, those six cell batteries were really helpful <laughs> in, in that in that in that area, right, Jay? Well, I like the mod things, and they said like one D battery is good enough, and I thought, well, six come in the pack. That's so. good enough. <laughs> I might as well use them. If one's good enough, why not use well. just six? <laughs> uh -huh. That's right. Uh, hey, I'm American through and through, man. I, what can I tell oh, you? Yeah. If you can modify it, let's modify it. That's that. That's the funny thing about Jay, and uh, it's kind of interesting. The good news about next year, I think, is that uh, we've got, like, in my garage just around the corner – I have probably a stack of boxes that are aircraft that we purchased that we last year at the electric festival or prior to that, I guess. And we brought them together as electric festival and they're still sitting in my house because we haven't had a chance to send them all back down to you guys. So I think next year with my shop and the ability to build and then you guys, I think, you know, Jay's coming out in February might bring his trailer. So he'll be able to haul a bunch of that stuff back home and then we can, you know, actually build some of that stuff. Because we haven't had, you know, the the luck to build any new projects, which normally every year around the electric festival, Jay uses like, you know, I usually get airplanes and then he comes in. We get to build them on my wife's kitchen table, glue ourselves to the countertops, then go to the electric festival and test them out. <laughs> you know, so, uh, so this year it should be good. She realized she, I love she, realized she broke tradition, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she didn't let us do that this year. Not letting us use the kitchen. I mean, that's that's tradition breaking right there. It is, but I think this is a new tradition where we have an actual place to build stuff and actually room to do it, and all of the tools and you know everything has kind of come to this culmination of being able to have two of us or three of us or four or five of us, you know, all building at the tables because there's two tables. I don't know if you can see them, but there's another table. Right there, so there's one, and then there's two. Those are eight foot by four foot tables. Uh, there's a desk on this side. On the far corner, there's a little workbench. So uh, there's plenty of places to you know to build. And then if it's small enough, you can just step into the next room and fly it around if the motorhome is not in there. But <laughs> if, if, there's no flying if the motorhome is in there. I, I don't want I don't want to have to answer to her for that. So. Right. Yeah, you know, why are all these prop that marks makes sense, the murder? Hey, that, that'll buff out, Mike. Don't worry about it. That'll buff right out. That'll buff out. Uh, They're small planes. They'll buff out. Mm -hmm. uh, a little elbow grease will get all that stuff out. So, But, uh, you know, I'm, look, I'm excited because, uh, you know, 
it'll give you guys an opportunity to kind of get some of these builds put together. And uh, then we can do, you know, kind of some podcasts on those. Uh, we've actually had a couple of guys reach out to us for next year, and uh, there's a couple of new guests that we were trying to coordinate with uh, so that we can have a couple of new shows uh, with those guys who've done some incredibly amazing builds. So we'll be able to get, hopefully, um, you know, them lined up to, to be able to do this. With our new uh, Riverside FM uh, software, we're able to have up to seven. We could have literally up to seven guests uh, well, seven people total, including us. And, um, you know, all you need is a microphone, a headset, and a computer. And, you know, we can kind of link you in and send you a, an invite, and you can join our podcast. So if you're uh, interested in uh, sharing a, a story with us, let us know. We can uh, make arrangements to get you on. So send us an email, parkfirepodcast at gmail.com, or go on our Facebook listeners group page which grows every week we get new listeners and new um, new members so we're excited about all that absolutely so mike's got a big grin on his face i'm not really sure what that is but uh <laughs> he's, it's like he wants to say something but he's just waiting i'm just a happy guy are you okay well no, yeah. no, no just a happy guy well, uh, let's see. It is just a few more days till we arrive at Christmas. Do you guys have big Christmas plans? Your family's coming in or reaching out? Are you going? I know Mike just had some family in town. Your daughter came in, I believe. Yep, that's right. Yep. So, you guys were we jumping segways or something in Dallas? Yeah, we, we took a segway tour. It was fun. We had a good time. Uh, I, I, I've done that in a couple places now, and uh, I like it. I like doing it uh, with beach walking, and uh, usually the people who <laughs> beach are walking. Uh, I love that. The, the, usually the people who are leading those are fairly well informed about the area. You know, it's not just a, a dude that's a lump on the log saying, "Yeah, that's a building. There's another building. That one's got a window." You know, <laughs> sure. they actually have details about the city. I think we went to Oklahoma City and did that there, and that was cool too. And uh, yeah, so I, I like doing the Segway tours. Those are fun. But Very those cool. are spendy, dude. I, I thought, you know what? It'd be cool to have one of these, but they're like six grand or something like that. Eight yeah, grand. That's two like, parables. Right? I mean, <laughs> gee whiz. That's funny. I, I'd much rather buy a paramotor for each one of you guys and have you come along than, than buy me a Segway. <laughs> yeah, you know. It's, uh... or, not, or for our listeners, that would be... That would be the equivalent of having uh what like uh four four engines jet engines Mike depending on what which yeah, what right. model you bought uh, nah I don't know or one depends. depending on which one you bought or one yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I guess I guess I could, at some point I may do that Mike just sell my paramotor and then buy jet engines there you go you could do that too that would work you can do it or you could be like my friend Barry. He uh, he just bought a real airplane, so he just couldn't couldn't help himself. So he bought all the jet engines oh, and no then he bought a real airplane. Yeah, sure did. He bought a little RV six and uh, wound up flying it back from Virginia, I think. So I uh, had to go help him change the oil in it this wow. week. <laughs> it's pretty funny. So we went out to the field and flew uh, his big F eighteen, and I picked up some parts for him, or picked up from some parts from him. And uh, we got to talk to uh, Lou and a couple of the guys out at the uh, club. I got to hang out with those guys and see them 
a bunch of guys I hadn't seen for a while. Oh, I got to watch uh, Tony Quist fly his new OV-10 Bronco, which was amazing. That thing was massive. It's almost as big as this thing here. Uh, It has two engines on it, and uh, it's all electric. I think he may bring it out to the electric festival. I hope he does because we'll have to... uh, uh, maybe get him on the podcast. And oh, I'm sorry. Two it. engines, all electric. So was he get like five, six cell batteries or something? Uh, it took a lot. He had about $800 worth of batteries in there. So I think it was two, six cells Jeez. per, per, uh, per motor. So, or, or either, it was either two, six cells. I can't cells. wait to see that then. Yeah, it was pretty big. Uh, the motors were like as big as your hand. So, uh, but the thing slowed down so slow. It just it when it took off, it was just like really slow. And then he got sped up, and he did a couple of rolls with it. He was working on it. We did the maiden flight this last weekend, so uh, it was amazing. Um, I need to find out who actually builds it or makes it. Uh, I'm not really sure who who does, but it's yeah, it's a pretty big airplane. I mean, it's at least a eighty five to ninety inch, you know. OV-10, and uh, it's got really nice landing gear, oh, cool. and um, you know it uh, flies very, very scale. Uh, it's got really cool markings. It's a marine one, so it's got like the gun pods that hang off the the body when you have the machine gun pods. So that's kind of cool. And uh, it wasn't uh, probably five or ten minutes into his flight that we were all standing there watching that somebody goes, "I wonder if I could put some turbines on that thing." <laughs> They were talking about putting turboprops on it, you know, how to reroute the exhaust. I was like, yep, you know, it does, doesn't take much. Uh, if Jay was here, he'd be modifying it too, I'm sure. So how do we put, you know, smoke on that thing or how do we do this? But uh, it was pretty funny to hear the whole conversation about putting these little 40 turboprops. Uh, somebody actually looked it up and King Tech actually sells a, a 40 turboprop for the, you know, it's small enough to fit in there. You just have to figure out how to do the exhaust. Not crazy though. Wow, it's amazing! Wow. Yeah, it's uh, you know, leave it to pilots, you know, RC pilots to figure out the best way to modify something that can comes out of the box. Hey, this is how you should put it together. <laughs> they throw that over their shoulder and go, "But I want to do this," and then they start modifying from day one. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. But I'm excited uh, for this coming year. I've got a lot of projects that uh, now that, you know, I have a space uh, I can start doing. I've got uh, some repairs that need to be done. And, uh, you know, my trailer now can park right out front. I can load, unload the trailer. I don't have to worry about hanger rash, carrying them through through the whole house, banging the walls, you know, trying to get them into the back room. They just fit right in. So there's a front door right here to my shop. And uh, you probably can't see it. I don't. Uh, there it is. This is my one uh, twenty. That's my uh, the trash can airplane, the the uh, the Katana. S. Oh, that's right. Oh, right. Yeah, the so garbage plane. The, yeah, that's the one that I uh, I got for a song, and uh, it's got a DA one twenty in it. But it, you can see that thing. It's a hundred and six inch wingspan, and I think it's longer than the table, so it's probably about seven or eight feet, eight eight or nine feet long. And you can see it all, you know, it's sitting in the shop too. So, and there's my little, um, what do you call that, Jay? The gyrocopter. That's one of my favorite gas planes to fly. Of all, this all one the here? Ones I've flown. Yeah? Why is that? Yeah, that DA120. That's one of my favorite. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just because I think it's a, it's a fairly solid plane. Like it, it behaves mm-hmm. 
well in the air. Mm -hmm. uh, and flying smaller planes, you know, they're a little more twitchy because uh, the way I ham handle some of the, the controls. Mm -hmm. But that thing, even if you do that, uh, it doesn't it doesn't react violently. I guess it's, it's smooth. It just it just handles very nicely. It's, it's a very nice mm -hmm. plane. It makes I don't know for me it gives me confidence when I'm flying 3D maneuvers, just you know because it it handles well. You think that has to do with the size of it? Point, my limited amount. Uh, I think it does. I think it has to do with the size and the uh, and just how the power ratio to the plane itself yeah. is. Uh, it's well matched, and you know, and and the, and the big services, etc. I think all that matters, right? Yeah, the bigger the airplane, oh, usually oh, yeah, the smoother it flies. Yeah. So, I I think the having the you know, it's heavy, too. It's not a light airplane. I mean, that thing weighs probably 35 pounds or so. So, I mean, the the motor on it does does have a lot of punch to it. I mean, the 120 is a very powerful motor. Um, I know, remember I bending I, those tubes the first time you flew that's it. That's right, I did. And uh, it's funny you say that because uh, you probably can't see on this one, they've gone to, right here on the, on the jet, they've gone to a um, carbon fiber tube as well. So my other L thirty nine, my BVM L thirty nine, it has a aluminum tube on it. But they've the the, L, the Baja Hobbies guys actually have gone to a carbon fiber. It's more stiff. The the, the tube is more stiff. So yeah, that one has carbon. Well, fiber. Well, once it bends, it flexes. It doesn't. It comes back, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Well, it's if it flexes at all, it does. It just barely flexes, and then you know reflexes back or flexes back to its original shape where if it's aluminum and it bends it doesn't go back it's you've bent the aluminum and i bent the aluminum on that plane yeah it was hard to get out of the, you sure did it was hard to get out of the wing <laughs> I, I remember trying to get those wings off after you flew it we were like what's why isn't this coming off oh right. i bent it yeah i did bend it probably one too many tumbles um <laughs> What else did I get? I think that's pretty much it. I, uh, yeah. Well, so I'm, Mike, uh, there's a here's a twenty four dollar question. Uh, when you moved into your garage, did you have extra space for planes now, or did you use all your space still with all the planes you have um, in your shop? No. So the shop just covers all of the materials to build and repair and do that kind of thing. My airplane storage, uh, I, I do have too many airplanes and they have now taken over the RV garage. So most of my airplanes that oh. are like stacked up are in, are in the RV garage. And, um, so, if, okay. so, you know, I, I do have room in there. We did know that, those were going to spill over into the garage area. Um, and I, you know, I built the shop for a reason, you know, the way I built it for a reason so that they could spill somewhat over there. But um, I just, I could put them all in my trailer, but then, you know, I have to move them in and out. So this way I can keep the trailer empty if I want and then just move stuff into the trailer and go to the field and then uh, come back and just put it in there. So. The the motorhome is only thirty eight feet long, and I have a fifty foot garage, so I do have room in the back of the garage for storage. 
So as soon as you guys pick up all those boxes full of airplanes that haven't been built yet, that's where the other airplanes will probably go, <laughs> where those boxes are. <laughs> so I can put a shelf back there. So, and then uh, and then the Sounds you know good. the jets and everything. Yeah, the jets are real compact, so they they can just fit against the wall. They're they're uh, when the, when you take the wings off of them, they're not you know they don't stick out like. Like I have a that S, uh, what do you call it, the um, the Pitts S twelve. I don't really take the wings off of that thing. It stays mm-hmm. in its original, you know, in the right. whole setup. And so that thing is, it's been moving around the garage because I can't seem to figure out where to put it. Uh, because you know, if I stick it up against the wall, it sticks out too far, and then I don't like that. So then I try to tip it up on its nose. So I, I may find some empty Aren't space. Aren't there vaulted ceilings in that room? Well, it's a 16-foot ceiling, so yeah, I do have ceilings. I mean, I could hang it from the ceiling if I yeah, wanted so, to. Yeah, so I mean, okay, you're yeah, you're coming down from the ceiling now. I Sounds think. like a rack system to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let me finish unpacking everything in this room first, and <laughs> get out there. Okay, I have That's a few fair. more we can wait. Yeah. Uh, but I have seen that. Uh, Brian O'Meara has that in his shop. He's got a shop about the size of my RV garage, and uh, it's it's about fifty by twenty five. And he's got probably ten tables in there, and on every table is a turbine jet. And then above the table, on a lift, on an electric lift, is another turbine. So he's got, and he's got a paint booth in there too, which is really nice. So if he wants to work on one, he just the tables move left and right and he'll just move it over underneath it and you know, lower it down. But his all hang from the ceiling. I know a guy who's got one of those car lifts, you know, for his cars. So he's got uh-huh. two really nice uh roadsters and uh you know he shows the garage is you know, the back end of the garage has the space for this this thing and you know, obviously he pulls one up there and lifts it up and pulls the other one in there. It's kinda cool. I mean that's neat yeah. stuff. Wow. Yeah, I may have to start doing that. So I don't know if I a rack system like oh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if a rack system like Jay's is gonna be as efficient in my place as um I just don't think the PVC right. is strong enough to hold some of the weight that I have on I mean this thing, you know, weighs well, quite like a bit. Yeah. I'm sure I we can we can think of something. Mm, yeah. Well, I'm sure when you guys show up to, uh, you know, for the Electric Festival, you'll have plenty of ideas. If I have not already solved most of the problems, I'm sure we can brainstorm and solve whatever little issues I have. But th- there is plenty of room in here, plenty of room. And uh, I think I'm, I've got some shelving that goes up above this uh, this little desk here, and I think that uh, will pretty much take care of all the stuff underneath the table here that I have sitting around. I've got to build a shelf under this, this table to get all this up off the floor because uh, I have a little robot uh, vacuum cleaner that travels around at night and cleans up all the crap off the floor. So um, it's like a little, uh, what do you call those things? The Buy, buy that spring thing. you lost and you didn't know where it rolled to. That is correct, <laughs> and now it'll find it. So <laughs> I can just empty out just it in the morning. In I can well, go, hey, well you, real, you realize those little Roombas are only supposed to clean up a room or two, not like a warehouse, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, this isn't a warehouse. This is just one room. But this room has its own Roomba, so there you go. Tech, okay, that, now you're talking kind of like my mom. 
you know, like I was going to move my mom's room or whatever. And she goes, oh, there's only a, you know, there's only a couch or whatever in the room. And I go, every room you have has three couches. What are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean a couch in every room? Three couches in every room. Plus whatever that nobody has this, just you. Oh, well, the man said that, uh, you know, the moving truck will have this, you know, room for, you know, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, you have five rooms, what more stuff in one room that people have in five rooms. What are you talking about? Well, it's saying, yeah, I don't have a warehouse. Uh, Yeah, that little Roomba. Yeah. Mike, do we have to have a membership card to come into that, into the um, shop? (laughs) Membership Uh, card, yeah. A membership (laughs) card. Sure, a picture with it on it. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. It's uh, and you get scanned at the front door. I have a little scanner, so when you scan, you know, it says, "Oh yeah, Mike is allowed to come in." So there you go. Uh, actually, going back to Jay's mom having a couch in every room is funny because uh, we actually got a new couch for the house, and so the old couches we had two old couches, and now they've gone to both bedrooms. So we do have a couch in every room now as well. <laughs> so must, must have, awesome. must have spent t- too much You're time. Your way. Mom's, mom's house. Oh, what am I doing anyway? But we're excited. My wife is my, super my excited. My old mom proud. I know. Yeah. Uh, my, my wife is super excited. You know, the house uh, that we're officially moved in, uh, we're still unpacking a bunch of boxes and I've been, building like crazy uh the good news is i'm able to access everything the only thing i haven't done so far is get my air system uh i did fix up my um pre-cooler and stuff on my on my air system but i haven't set the compressor in where it's going to be in its final resting place because they loaded all the boxes and everything in my garage and i can't get you know this is a 80 gallon tank and it's sitting on a pallet, and I can't lift it off myself. So I was going to have my tractor, you know, get my tractor in here and lift it off and set it on the ground. But I can't get my tractor in here because there's so many boxes and shelving and stuff that i got to move. So I've slowly been able to <laughs> clear a little path, uh, but I haven't got it cleared enough to where I can get it all the way to the back to, to move my compressor around. But hopefully now that I have my desk in here and my I have my air system stuff set up, I just have to connect it and then get it off the pallet, set it in place, and it should be good to go. So hopefully I'll have that up by the time you guys uh, arrive and we'll have air in the shop. So that's good news. And um, we can do whatever we want to do, airbrush or, you know, air up little tires or whatever we want to do. It's got uh, got many, many uses, I think. So, Well, Mike, cool. I'll be happy if you can just find the power cord for your uh, for your charger. Because you I haven't haven't. found that yet. Oh, it's at Mike's oh, house. you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's the new cord. I'm talking about your old oh, cord. That's true. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'll have to look around and find that thing. I ordered a new cord. Well, well after he throws out the last box, he's going to go like, what's this power cord? And he's about to wing it. And he's like, wait a minute. That's the one. <laughs> that's it. That's probably going to happen. So, But I did order one on. Uh, it's funny. Cause it's probably I in the my... box of like soap or something. Yes, it's 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 where the keys to my toolbox were. I'm sure. Did Jay, did, did, Jay tell you, did he tell you that story at all about where the keys were? No. Oh, so oh, real quick, wait, we're talking about the stuff that's in the wait, the stuff that was in the uh, the, the the washing machine or the dryer or something. No, like that, that was a different story. That was different. Um, I have uh, a bunch of oh, forty. 
I, I have a bunch of bo- storage boxes that have all my screws, my um, everything that has to do with RC. There, I probably have how many of those, Jay? Probably about uh, twenty of them. Right? They're forty compartments. Uh, twenty. And, twenty-five. Yeah. T- anyway, there's a lot of them, and we 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 didn't take them to the electric festival last year because I didn't I didn't know where they were. Yeah, I I thought that I didn't load. I took my turbine stuff and I forgot to take my electric stuff. And so when we were there, and they're like, "Oh yeah, ask uh, ask Mike. He's got something for everything." Because I've I've got a whole hobby store in these little storage containers. Well, I didn't have them, and of course, you know, people were like, "Oh well, you know, we don't." They couldn't fix the planes, or they had to go find someone else that had the stuff. And so I was looking for everything. Just for the listeners, uh, when we started unloading the the uh, storage units, my wife has because we're moving into a new house, she bought new washer and dryer. So we have the new washer and dryer, and we have the old ones that were in storage, and so we were going to sell them. So she was telling the moving guys, just leave those here. We're going to sell those. And the guy's like, oh, really? How much are you going to sell them for? And he opens the dryer door, and inside the dryer are all those containers. So, like, the whole dryer is full of these little containers. And I'm like, well, who put the containers in there? And I'm thinking to myself, holy crap, I hope that one that has the 5,000, you know, <laughs> Jay's lived, Jay's raising his hand. I hope the one that has the 5,000, uh, you know, little nuts and screws and bolts and stuff, does, you know, didn't open and fall in the dryer, man. That's going to be really loud when the guy does oh, his Oh, Lord. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that wasn't the, that wasn't the, the bad part. The bad part was that I got all those, retrieved them. But then I got my, you can see my silver toolbox. It's a real long, it's like 96 inches long. And it's got 24 drawers or whatever. Anyway, that's my hobby one for the hobby room. And I had it at the other house. Jay packed it up and locked it. So I'm now I'm here at the house and I'm building this table and I need my staple gun. And it's an air staple gun. So I call Jay and I'll go, hey, Jay, I need my staple gun. It's in the toolbox, but the toolbox is locked. So where did you put the keys? And Jay's like, I don't know. <laughs> he goes, uh, they should be in the bag with all the keys. And I'm like, yeah, I dumped that that whole bag out, and I didn't find any. I, mean, I don't even know what the keys look like. So in Jay's defense, he calls me back, and he says, hey, look, I found your toolbox online. I went to the manual, and the key should look like this because it actually had a picture on the manual of what the keys looked like. So he goes, you're looking for this set of keys. So I I went to my wife and I said, look, this is the key that goes to this toolbox. It should look like this. And she goes, well, I remember when Jay was packing that stuff up that he, he brought it to me and said, here, these are the keys of the toolbox. And, you know, I'm going to put them here. And so we couldn't find it. We searched everywhere. I was just about ready to pop the lock and just drill it out, you know, because I was, like, getting frustrated that, you know, I couldn't find him. And Jay was like, oh, you can replace the lock. You can order a new one, that kind of thing. My wife wakes up the next day. She said, I had a dream that the keys were in a silver toolbox. And I'm like, well, they can't be in a silver toolbox because the toolbox is locked. The keys can't be inside if it's locked, Right. And she goes, no, it's inside something silver. So she walked into the laundry room, and she opens up the cabinet, and there's a box. And she gets the box out, and she undoes the box because the box is still sealed. She undoes the box, and the first thing on the top of the box is this 
this clear container with a silver lid that contains all Luigi, my little dog. It contains all of his stuff, his harness, his leash, his water bowls, everything. And she opens the, the lid of it, and on the top of all of Luigi's stuff are these keys in a, in a little bag. It was crazy. Wow. wow. That's and awesome. she's like, oh, I had a dream about this, that it was in the silver. So I took a picture of it, and I sent it to Jay, and I was like, hey, my wife found the keys. Uh, so that was fantastic. And I came running out here. I opened the toolbox. I jerked the drawer open to get my staple gun. Staple gun's missing. The staples are there. But... <laughs> But the staple gun's missing. And now I'm like, okay, Jay, the staple gun should have been right here in this drawer. It is not here. Where did you pack it? Because Jay packed a lot of my stuff. I mean, remember, I was in the hospital with COVID. So Jay's like, yeah, it's in a box. You know, you're going to have to start digging through boxes. And so it took me about three or four boxes before I finally found one that said garage tools. And when I opened it up, I saw it was sitting in there. And so I yanked it out of there was able to finish my putting carpet on my table. So I was excited about that. <laughs> but it was a good story. Awesome. I mean, Jay was able to, <laughs> to help me out. But he was pulling what little hair he has out because he was all over his house looking for stuff that was like, oh, my gosh, you know, I know I have to. <laughs> He's got no hair. He's like, I know I, I put those keys in, and he thought he took them home. So he was looking all over at his other shop. So I'm sure that cord is in there somewhere. And I am determined to find it. It's probably, matter of fact, it's probably in the turban. You know, I haven't opened those other ones. I need to go over and open. It's probably in those. So, but I did order a new one, and it shipped to Mike. So now Mike is in possession of it. <laughs> so I got it. I got I'll it. bring it to I'll you. It. There you go. I'm looking forward to it. Well, uh, our hour is up, man. Merry Christmas or Happy Chris Kwanzaa and Happy Festus, Festivus to Mike. Uh, we always enjoy uh, having you guys, uh, our listeners out there. And, um, you know, send us an email. Let us know what you got for Christmas. Um, it's always exciting to, you know, to hear what you're building and what the new year brings. And um, I think we're uh, looking forward to a new season. This will be season seven. Hard to believe. Seven years we've been doing this. It's crazy. Dun, dun, dun. Well, anyway, uh, join us here uh, in two weeks or so, or at the first of the year, and we'll uh, we'll get back onto the builds and the flights and see what's going on for the new year in 2022. But from here in Arizona, I'm Michael. And from the hills of Texas, I'm Jay. <laughs> and this is AK Mike in Texas. We'll see you in two weeks. Let's fly. I'll see you next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com.